joining me today. I know you have a choice in podcasts and you chose mine, so thanks. Today I want to talk to you about roadblocks, time blocks, and building blocks. Why did I pick this topic? Because I really feel if you shake it all down, we need to figure out what's in our way. We need to manage our time to get where we want to go and build our empire and build what it is that we envision and want to get at. So we're going to break this all down, okay? So the first thing first is let's talk about roadblocks. First of all, on the other side of roadblocks is your freeway. So let's take a moment to really break this down. First of all, roadblocks, what does it mean? What does it feel to you when I say that word? It's the things that get in your way. It's the things that you are overthinking about. It's the things that you're lazy around or have a lot of excuses around. Like, I don't want to make my calls. I'm too tired. I'm not in the mood. I don't want the negativity. You know, um, it's about, um, you know, blaming others, We blame others a lot for some of the things that aren't going our way. You know, it's my team. It's my, it take, this takes too long or, you know, my company doesn't match prices or, you know, whatever the story is, that's a story that you're living in. It's becoming your roadblock, your fear. The, the amount of fear that lies in salespeople is absolutely, it's insane. We've all been there. Everybody's had some form of fear some way or another. Maybe it's in different ways or different areas, but the reality is the fear, that roadblock itself is like massive. So breaking that down is understanding your fear and working through it. It's a total process. A mental shutdown, just mentally shut down. Sometimes things get in our head. What's going on in the world? A deal went bad. We lost a client. You know, all that stuff, it just becomes this like mental block and then we just shut down. Um, Focusing on things we can't control is another roadblock that gets in the way. When we are really putting our energy towards things, like a lot of people have talked a lot about like the pandemic and the pandemic. Okay, this is what I tell people in coaching. I absolutely hear that. I do. And we've been dealing with it for a long time. But here's the reality. Whether you're mad about it or you accept it, it's the same outcome. We have zero control over how this pandemic is going and unfolding. So my thing is, how do we work with a pandemic? You know, and that's overcoming that roadblock. Um, Wishing rather than doing. A lot of people wish for incredible business and success and opportunities. And I wish I had that office and I wish that client would use me. And I, you know, wish I could present in front of 50 people. That wishing energy is, it's cool. It's just not going to get you where you need to go, right? Turning those wishes into actions is really the secret sauce. Playing it safe. You know, people ask me all the time, how did you go from zero orders to being at the top of your game in your city, in your state, in the country? Like how, how did you get there? My answer always and will always be, I took risks. I took risks. And with great risk comes great reward. It comes the risk of failure. It comes the risk of embarrassment, the risk of making a mistake, the risk of losing. It came with so many risks. Uh, I came, I risked that, but that was okay because playing safe, it's like, it's kind of my theory about comfort zones. Comfort zones are, you know, they're a beautiful thing, but nothing grows there. Uh, Another roadblock is trying to be perfect. That was a big roadblock for me. trying to be perfect, get it all right, get it all done, don't make mistakes, don't let people see you sweat, you're never going to screw things up, you know, that's your direction, that's your focus, that's where your brain needs to be, that is bullshit, the reality is whoever gave you that advice, they're wrong, 
Um, I was given that advice 24 years ago when I got into title sales where people were like, you need to hit a home run on every call you do and every time you present. I mean, people are judging you. Your reputation's important. Like everything's on the line. That's a bunch of crap. No, it's not. How are we going to get better if we don't practice doing these types of things? If you want to be really good at calling megas, you got to keep calling megas. If you want to be really good at presenting, you got to get up and start presenting. Even if it's a flop, so what? You're going to try. You're going to get better. You're going to improve. I mean, look at all the NBA players, NFL, NHL. Look at these sports athletes. They didn't come on the court and just start killing it. These guys are practicing day and gals day in, day out. You know, in any of those, you know, sports, any athlete, these people just spend the majority of their time practicing. So why don't we in sales? No, we have to go hit a home run every time. It just doesn't work that way. Um, saying yes, because you feel bad because you feel like you don't want to let people down. So you become the yes person. Next thing you know, you're almost not even doing your job. You're doing for so many other people at all times, which kind of lead into putting yourself last. That's another roadblock. You know, when you're not top of priority on your own list, that's a problem. You can't wonder why you're not at the top of the game in your business because you are struggling to listen to what you need and want, make yourself a priority and have a better, more productive day, week, month, year, life, right? So these are some roadblocks I really wanted to dive into, tap into I do want to touch a little bit on the overthoughts because I feel like that is like ding, 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 almost at number one. And I mentioned it at the beginning, but I just want to take a moment for it. Do you know we have, it's like 50 to 60 thoughts a day and about 85% of those thoughts or more are negative thoughts. And then 95% of your thoughts are repetitive. That's insane to me. And the reality is this negative thought, a negative story shows up every time. You either go to call, you call in an office, you walk in, you see a mega, the voice goes off. It's like that little drunk monkey, which I did do a podcast on. You might want to listen to that. The drunk monkey starts talking like, oh, he'll never use you. He, he works with ABC title company or he works with so-and-so. You don't even want to go there. And all of a sudden it's that story that you are, you just believe. I call bullshit on that story. That story is actually an untrue story because the person they're actually working with didn't have that voice going on, or if they did, they freaking ignored it, walked up and got that appointment. So why can't you? Okay. That's something I really want you to think about. All those negative thoughts that are running over and over again in your head, they're absolutely not serving you. Okay. It's just like mind boggling. And the other, I already mentioned lazy, but I just, it's coming up for me again to say a little bit more about it. There is a lot of lazy habits in sales, a lot. You know, I just want you to be really aware. People listen to seminars, they read books, they listen to podcasts, they go to coaching, they talk to their managers, they have it all in front of them. They wrote out a beautiful business plan or a roadmap to success and they don't do shit with it that's lazy behavior. Like it, it just, and it's like, it's your, you have over consumed information and that is a roadblock friends. Take the things that click and do something with it. All the other stuff irrelevant. You know, even if it sounds so good, if you're just putting it on paper and you don't create execution around it, give it up because why, why? Waste your time. You're one, letting in your own right, letting yourself down. Two, you're not going to get to the results you want. And three, it's just 
it's like you're in a hamster wheel. Who wants to be in that? Let's move on. In order to really overcome the roadblocks that are happening in your life and your business, you have got to develop the time blocks. People ask me all the time, I want to be a better self-manager. I want to be in control of my day. I want to feel more productive. Give me the secret sauce, coach. Give me the, you know, the goal, the magic, the, you know, all this. I hear it all the time. It's a very big part of my coaching program. We talk about this aimlessly. I always say, you know, I don't like the word time management because you can't control time. I say that it's self-management and you got to be the best self-manager. But in order to be the best self-manager, you have got to adopt and put into play time blocking. It's newer for a lot of you, especially my veterans that have been in the business a long time. My newer people are willing to adapt because they don't know any different. The reality is that's the gold. That's the secret sauce. You're waiting for the magic. Here you go. Time block your day. Now I'm going to give you some tips. You need a time block from the minute you wake up to the minute you go to bed. Now, if you're only concerned because the business day is a little bit out of whack, then you could time block for your business day and then not for the rest of the day. I time block my, my whole day from the minute I wake up to the minute I go to bed so that I have a balanced life. In the morning, I did a podcast called Untouchable Morning, or you can listen to me interview Hal Elrod on Miracle Morning um, uh, on my podcast, where you select that magical morning where you get to focus in on yourself. It could be stretching, exercising, prayer, sitting in silence, journaling, meditation, um, eating, taking care of the kids, whatever it is, just a beautiful time where it's not interrupted with like work and, you know, all the distractions that come into your world. Just spend a little time in the morning, really taking good care of yourself. Move on to your day. Make sure your day is set forth with start times and end times to everything you're doing. You can't say like, I'm going to do thank you notes later. Or I'm going to do thank you notes at 11 and not have an end time. You're doing thank you notes. Great. Give yourself 45 minutes, lock it up. When the 45th minute goes and you have eight more to do, you're, you, you missed it. It's over. You're done. Move on to the next task. And now you get to time block eight letters on a different day. Because what's happening is people feel the need to finish everything so that they can have something completed off their list. It's okay. It's a learning lesson. If it took you an hour to do your thank yous, now you know for the next time when you go to book it. The other thing is leave room for your callbacks, for replying to emails and things like that. If you are a person that answers every call and replies back to every single thing that comes in, you might risk the, the chance, you know, having the chance that you... Um, aren't finding as much productivity in your day. It is absolutely okay to be submerged in a task. It's absolutely okay that somebody goes to voicemail. It is not the end of the world. I will battle anybody on this topic, okay? Yes, you can give fast service. Yes, you can get back to people right away, but you also get to own the fact if you're presenting, you're not answering your call. If you're in the middle of your time blocks, you don't need to answer every phone or look at every Facebook thing or whatever. You get to be focused. It's okay. Try it. I'm just saying try it. I did not answer every single call that came in every single time and I had, and I was successful. And when I coach people to shift and change this habit, they are feeling freer, healthier, more balanced, and more in control of their day. And to me, that's worth it in itself. Next, I love the victory swipe. I'm, heard, I'm sure you've heard me talk about it before. It's a yellow highlighter. That is the object of the game. You want a victory swipe right on your physical day planner, or if you're using Outlook, get some type of a yellow block that indicates you are 100% done, done, and done with that task, that appointment, and what you had blocked your time for. That's accomplishment. Yes. I want you to feel that swipe like I did it. Yes. 
feels so, so good. Here's something I do after my appointments or after my tasks that I've booked. I leave a gap there for calls, texts, emails, Facebook, whatever it is to triage through all the things that have come in when I was in a task. Like right now, I'm doing my podcast. I can't be like, hey, hold on, you guys. I'm getting a call. Just give me a second. No, I'm I'm submerged. I'm all in. You have 100% of me right now, which feels great. I'm in my best light. I'm clear-minded. I've made a commitment that I'm going to, everything will go to voicemail. I will, when I hang up doing this podcast, I will go and check all those texts and those calls and those emails and get back to people. And it feels so great and it feels so empowering. The other thing is the timer. I've talked about this a lot in coaching. The timer is critical piece, critical tool to being a successful time blocker. Okay. So the bottom line is you want to set your timer. You want to set your timer for the amount of time it's going to take you to call in an office or take you to do your thank yous or your social media post or your prospecting or teach a class or a one-on-one. It really helps you to stay on point so you get to victory swipe. Otherwise, the day will wrap around your neck and choke you. Otherwise, you'll get spun here, squirrel there. Next thing you know, like you're doing for a billion people, which again, isn't is it bad? And sometimes we're going to do for people and we're going to, you know, um, step into help and do all those things, which I absolutely encourage as well. But we want to be better self-managers. I'm not saying perfect self-managers. I'm saying better. If you pick up one tip, nugget, mindset, takeaway today, you're winning, right? It's about progress. Let's move on. Building blocks. I just thought that was kind of cute because it was like roadblocks, time blocks, and building blocks. Building blocks is how are we going to build our empire? How are we going to build our vision? How are we going to build exactly what we want? That is the, that's the magic question right there. How are you going to do that? You know, what are you doing daily that's building a business that you want, that is in your dreams, that is in your, like, that is like your finish line. I always say in life and in business, you need to have a finish line, like an end game, you know? So what's your end game when it comes to your building blocks, you're building your business, you know, in order to go to that next level. So anybody who's killing it right now, that's listening or just starting out and building your business, you have to really understand what does each block look like as you're building this thing up? You know, what does it mean? Is it, you know, is there a block for new business? Is there a block for maintenance business? Is there a block for home run one-on-ones? Like what's your strategy around doing you know, a one, your one-on-one so you could really feel good, feel confident, go in there and close them. What is your prospecting block? What is your branding block? How do you market yourself, promote yourself, make the audience feel confident that this is the person you need to go to when you're thinking of the product or the business that you're selling? You know, do you have a block for social media? Do you have a block for your team? A big part of success stems from the connection and the chemistry and the, you know, for, for title, right? Sales and escrow integration, like having your team be solid as a rock, having that be a block. What's up with your blocks? Where are they? Are they kicked around a room? Are they not in the building? Are they, do they, do they not even exist? How are you going to build up this beautiful vision of success, of financial freedom, of going up a leaderboard, of winning an award, of being up at the top 10%, of, you know, beating what you did last month, of, you know, beating your competition, whatever, you know, drives you, 
it really stems from the clarity of those building blocks. And each day your hands should be on your blocks. And each day you should be aware of what's in them, what's going on, having them straightened up, having them where you're focusing in on them because it, it absolutely matters. Otherwise, you're just still stuck in the roadblock stage where you've got so many roadblocks in front because you're just, the voice conversation in your head is just getting the best of you when it really needs to be a different story. Look, you're the narrator. Change your story. Change what you're focusing on. In, in lieu of fear and anxiety and, you know, focusing on things you can't control and, you know, putting yourself last or saying yes and being the yes man or woman, shift your story to, I want to spend my time on my building blocks and build the life and the business and the dreams that I deserve because you do deserve it. Well, thank you so much for listening to me. If anybody who's a part of the FNTG family is looking to be a part of coaching, please check me out at lisacrown.com. You can also find me on Facebook. DJ, kick us off something that's going to get our mind working to get out of the roadblocks, into the time blocks, and into the building blocks. Have a great day.